Ikke kan... Se ja. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. The U.S. has to end restrictions on official contacts with Taiwan, a move hailed by Taipei as ending decades of discrimination. A leading developer urges the government to drop plans for its mega-reclamation off Lantau, and U.S. Democrats confirm they'll start impeachment proceedings against Donald Trump. The U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has announced that long-standing restrictions on contact between the United States and Taiwan are to be lifted. The move is expected to infuriate Beijing, but Taiwan's representative in Washington, D.C., described it as a huge day. Here's Robert Kemp. In a statement, Mr. Pompeo said executive branch agencies should consider all previously issued Department of State contact guidelines to be null and void. He said the complex internal restrictions regulating contacts by diplomats, service members and others have been imposed in an attempt to appease the communist regime in Beijing, adding no more. The declaration, which comes in the final two weeks of the Trump administration, will infuriate Beijing, which has worked hard to keep Taipei isolated on the world stage. The chief executive of one of Hong Kong's leading developers says the government shouldn't press ahead with a mega reclamation project off Lantau just because the city doesn't have enough developable land. Developable land. Donald Choi, CEO of the China Chem Group, says he'll need to see more research into the $624 billion Lantau Tomorrow Vision project before he'll say whether he supports it or not, but believes there are other ways to find the land needed to solve housing shortages. Are we short of land? This I am not sure. I think we are short of developable land at this moment. But again, developable land can be obtained from various changes in the town planning zoning uh, plan. For example, we can change some of the agricultural land to domestic use. We can also make a higher pot ratio uh, in some of our urban area to enable we to build more housing units. Lawmaker and executive councillor Tommy Jung has put the blame for the city's acute shortage of doctors on the protectionist attitude of Hong Kong's medical regulator. He's calling for reforms with entrance examinations for overseas trained doctors to be replaced by a supervision-based system that's used in Singapore and Australia. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Jung said the public health care system is under tremendous stress, but local doctors had been putting their own self-interests first. The fact that the Hong Kong Medical Council and local doctors with their protectionist attitude is a chief factor to this unbalanced scenario. They are aware that our public hospitals are insufficiently staffed, yet they have been barring the import passage of doctors to contrive a situation of lack of supply to keep the level of consultation fees up and with all kinds of means to keep competition out. For many years, a barrier to delay the acquisition of official licenses by overseas doctors have been devised through unfair prerequisites to deter the interests of many senior, highly qualified, experienced doctors. Trains on the MTR's East Rail Line won't run between Hongham and Mong Kok East stations today to allow the railway operator to carry out construction work for the Sha Tin to Central Link. The work will see services between the two stations for a further nine Sundays this year. Shuttle buses are taking passengers between Kowloon and Hongham Station, but some passengers RTHK spoke to said they weren't aware of the arrangement beforehand. Chief Secretary Matthew Jung says an office responsible for tracing close contacts of COVID-19 patients will start their work tomorrow at the Kai Tak Community Center. 
He wrote in his blog that disciplined services officers who've been deployed to the office will help store, will help stop the virus from spreading here more quickly. The minister added that an online system will be ready later this month for people to make COVID vaccination appointments and it'll send people SMS reminders the day before their appointments. Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives have confirmed they'll start impeachment proceedings against President Trump on Monday. They've accused him of inciting his supporters to storm the Capitol building on Wednesday. Hakeem Jeffries, the chair of the House Democratic Caucus, told a news conference Mr. Trump had encouraged sedition and must go. The insurrection that was violently perpetrated by enemy combatants and seditionists was an attempt to halt a constitutional process and overthrow the government. It was an act of sedition that was incited and encouraged by Donald Trump. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The outgoing vice president, Mike Pence, will attend the inauguration of Joe Biden as U.S. president on January the 20th. The confirmation comes a day after he defied Donald Trump by certifying Mr. Biden's election victory. Mr. Trump has said he won't attend his successor's oath-swearing ceremony. The Indonesian Navy says it's identified the location where a Boeing 737 aircraft crashed into the sea yesterday, a few minutes after taking off from the capital, Jakarta. The plane fell more than 3,000 meters in less than a minute before disappearing from radar screens. The BBC's Kalista Zerwajaya reports from Jakarta. According to the Jakarta police, they have found what they believe to be the parts of a body of a passenger and a part of the plane, but we are still waiting for the results of the investigation. And meanwhile, the family of the passengers, some are still hoping that their loved one can be found in a safe condition. However, some of them have started to collect the DNA sample for the post-mortem examination. Cuba says it's reached a deal with Iran to work together on a coronavirus vaccine. Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, has banned the use of U.S. or British-made coronavirus vaccines, saying they're untrustworthy. The Iranian government hailed the deal with Cuba as a strategic alliance, the BBC's Leonardo Rocha reports. The Cuban government says it will share information on its most advanced vaccine, the Soberona 02, which is due to enter the third and final phase of testing. Health authorities in Havana say tens of thousands of people in both countries will take part. Cuba and Iran are both suffering the economic and diplomatic impact of international sanctions. If the Cuban vaccine works, they will save millions of dollars and will have control over the production and the distribution of the doses they need. Sport, cricket, Australia have set India 407 to win the third test in Sydney with the four-match series tied at one apiece. Australia declared on 312 for six at tee with Cameron Green top scoring with 84 and Steve Smith contributing 81. A short while ago, Ravi Shawin and Mohamed Saini took two wickets each and a short time ago, India were on 25 for zero. West Bromwich Albion are the biggest Premier League casualty after they were beaten by third-tier Blackpool. It was a two-all after extra time. Blackpool went through 3-2 on spot kicks and the West Bromwich Albion boss Sam Allardyce said he was disappointed with his side's penalty taking.
When our goalkeeper saves the first penalty, I think that uh, we should have shown the nerve to actually win the game from there. He couldn't have done a better job than give us the boost that we needed, but unfortunately the quality of our penalties after that were unfortunately not of the right quality to, to win as a game. So uh, the, the battle was always going to be tough, but the most disappointing thing for me that the goals come from our lapses in concentration, both their goals getting through the middle after we give the ball away sillily. The Premier League's bottom side, Sheffield United, are through to the fourth round after winning their first match for six months. They beat Bristol Rovers 3-2. Golf, Ryan Palmer is sharing the lead with Harris English in the Century Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. He ended with 9-under 64 for the best round of the week. He's tied with English at 21-under 198, one shot ahead of PGA champion Colin Morikawa, who finished with a birdie and shot 65. The field for the Tournament of Champions was expanded this year for 2020 winners and anyone who reached the Tour Championship, all because of the pandemic that shut the Tour down for three months. Basketball, La Melo Ball, isn't wasting any time making an impact in the NBA. The rookie point guard became the youngest player in league history to record a triple-double with 22 points, 12 rebounds and 11 assists in, on Saturday night, helping the Charlotte Hornets beat the Atlanta Hawks 113 to 105 for their third straight win. To end the news, the top stories once again. The U.S. is to end restrictions on official contacts with Taiwan, a move hailed by Taipei as ending decades of discrimination. A leading developer urges the government to drop plans for its mega-reclamation off Lantau and... U.S. Democrats confirm they'll start impeachment proceedings against Donald Trump. The news from RTHK. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new Thank you. 